if the country of Wakanda from the movie Black Panther really existed, they would have been the biggest slavers on the whole continent of Africa. But luckily, that story is all made up. Coming up on Anti-Woke Podcast. Mr. H Reviews on YouTube has been going over the real history um, that the Woman King movie is based on. And as a reminder, the movie's about the Agoji, which were a battalion of female soldiers who uh, were part of the army of the kingdom of Dahomey, which is now Benin, West Africa. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of sad. I don't know. It makes me think of like a, how they've been building statues of George Floyd. And so like, you know, who's George Floyd? He was a petty criminal who was murdered by a police officer. And when that happened, uh, you know, there was 570 riots across America and black people have been murdering each other to the tune of, I don't know, somewhere two to 5,000 extra murders every year since that happened. I mean, that's the anti-woke reality, but I guess, you know, people, people think of George Floyd as that guy who proved that cops are racist. And I just don't know if that's, I mean, whatever, that's a pretty sad sack, um, hero to be naming, you know, football stadiums after and building statues and painting murals. And obviously the data contradicts it, right? It turns out that's just whatever. Just created a nice false narrative for everyone. Made made white people feel good as they said, defund the police. So I guess that's the funny part of it. But then the, the sad part of it is that, you know, like, you know, who's a white, who do, who do white people hold up as heroes? I mean, I guess the, uh, you know, George Washington, people like that, Jefferson. And now we're trying to say they're not heroes. But anyways, you know, like, did George Washington do something that was important? You know, was George Washington a petty criminal who got murdered and that's what's good about him? Or did he do something more important than that? Uh, you know, you, dear listener, can decide. I know, it's funny. I'm like, I can think of a bunch of examples of black and white heroes, like real heroes, but it's actually kind of hard to think of them. Well, I guess Martin Luther King, call him a hero. That's, I would agree with that. I guess Roosevelt, you know, going against the Nazis and I don't think they found out anything in Roosevelt's past to try and take away his hero-ness. Anyways, I feel like black people don't have that many heroes, you know? So you know, maybe you take what you can get. You take George Floyd if you can get him. But that's kind of the sad thing. And anyways, that goes into the real-life story that the Woman King is based on. But there's a... I don't know if it's racist. There's an insensitive quote that white people didn't invent slavery, but they stopped it. And that's basically true. I think, you know, there's a little bit of slavery in Africa with, you know, person on color on person on color slave action, but uh, it's pretty much gone since, you don't know, well, it was about since America got rid of it. Because before America got rid of it in America, Britain got rid of it across the whole planet. Or everywhere that wasn't America. Everywhere, everywhere that they could kick people's ass with their navy. But so, basically, of all the black kingdoms and kings and, you know, warriors and amazing stories that you could have taken from Africa. I mean, maybe this means there are no amazing stories from Africa. Because the one they chose 
it's almost it's it is it's the exact opposite of what they're portraying in the movie like they picked the worst slaving slaver king of all time like the most famous one the most famous person king famous for slaving they picked him and i don't know if the women warriors were the most slavers of all the warriors but um i mean i think what happened basically is they're like oh there's women warriors let's write a story about that but unfortunately the women warriors go along with the biggest slaving country the biggest slaving tribe and then I think that I think the women warriors were around for like a hundred years or more but anyways they picked the time when the worst king was in power and so John Boyega he was the black guy who played the stormtrooper who whatever defected from the Empire in the, the latest um, Star Wars trilogy he play he plays King Gezo G-H-E-Z-O you can look it up and so he was the king when the British said no more slavery across the planet. And you know, for hundreds of years, I think, I'm not sure. Well, I think, I mean, I think Dahomey, they've been doing slavery probably since before Christ or however long they existed, more likely. But anyways, I think they've been doing, they've been selling slaves to the Europeans for maybe a couple hundred years and he was the last one, unfortunately for him. And the British said, okay, no more slavery no other, you know, certainly no, well, they did a blockade. I mean, the British did not go into Africa and become the police of, you know, the inside of interior of Africa and say, and free the slaves. But anyways, they said no more selling slaves. And so they did a blockade of the African coast and any ship, whatever. They did not allow ships carrying slaves to sail past the blockade to go from Africa to anywhere else on the planet. And so King Gezo wrote a letter to the British saying, you know, I'll, 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 you know, anything you want. I will do anything you want. Anything. I will suck your anything you want. Just don't end slavery because that's all we got. Our whole society is based on this thing. It's incredibly important to us. Do not end slavery. And the British are like, you know, obviously they don't give a shit what some African king says. And so this king, he tried to like, you know, break the blockade. I believe he was unsuccessful. I think I kind of said it. Anyways, so this kingdom, right, was just famous for going out, killing, you know, half the tribe and taking the other half of a tribe as slaves. And they just, they've been doing that for hundreds of years. And so the Agoji, which is the women warriors, like, you know, if you got some women warriors, what do you do with them? Well, you do the same thing you do with any warriors in Dahomey, which is you send them out to kill people and take slaves. And I think the Agoji got to hang out with the king more. I think maybe they had some rule, you know. I don't know. This part, this part I'm speculating on. But maybe the king had a bunch of wives. Who knows? Probably slave wives. And he did not want a bunch of men warriors hanging around his muff. Sitting around the pool, chasing the muff around. And so that was what the women warriors, at least part of the time, were used for. Was to just, whatever, hang out at the palace. And then here's the other thing that they would be used for, to kill slaves. I mean, you know, they like to take slaves. I mean, I don't know, you know I was thinking this, like, what's worse? Is it worse to be made a slave, or is it worse to be murdered? I mean, I think throughout history, a lot of people were asked, hey, you can either be a slave, or I'm going to murder you. And all, those people all said, okay, fine, I'll be a slave. But I think nowadays we'd say, oh, it's worse to make someone a slave. 
worst crime, and that's fine. But um, what about making someone a slave and then murdering them? I think you got to say that's worse than just making someone a slave. And if it is, then the Agoji women warriors, they were like super good. I don't know, whatever. They were told to, and they did um, murder a lot of slaves. So that was, you know, that was that was one of their jobs. One of their jobs, besides going out and killing strange tribes and taking people as slaves, was to kill the slaves back at home because I don't know why. In Dahomey, they like to kill slaves a lot. Like in America, slaves were worth a lot of money, but I guess in I don't know, they were they were rich. They were slave rich. I mean, I guess they had too many. They were selling them. And so anyways, this movie, the king in the movie is the king who basically famously was the, the last African trying to keep slavery going. I don't think the movie covers that. I think he's, yeah, whatever. They do not, you know, he's, he's not evil. Obviously, none of these people are evil. They're all heroes. Basically, they just change. They change the story. Obviously, they change the story. They say it's based on true events, and then they ignore the story. But so that guy, he was actually named, the, he, he was known as Slave King Gezo. And then... The Aboji were known for killing slaves, taking slaves, and in particular, killing slaves once you got them back home. They did sacrifices. I don't know. I think they were pretty gruesome human sacrifices. And then I believe the movie talks about the Agoji going up against the French, because that happened in real life, I think around in the 1860s. Right around the time we were freeing the slaves here was uh, when the Agojis are going against the French. And so this this part I'm not so clear on, but it sounds like so the British outlawed slavery. The Kingdom of Dahomey and King Gezo uh, was pissed off, didn't like it. Actually, I take this back. I think King Gezo may have he got assassinated or something. I don't know. This is either under King Gezo or the guy after him. Anyways, like within five years, within a five year period. So the British did the blockade. That kind of screwed up their whole country. It was based on slavery. Uh, you know, it was like. Idaho potatoes are to Idaho. Dahomey slaves were to Dahomey. I mean, probably the highest quality slaves. But anyways, when they couldn't do their slavery thing with whoever they were selling them to, I don't know if they're selling them to Britain or France, or probably whoever would buy them, but um, they went and attacked some nearby tribe. They're like, we got nothing to do. We're not making money. We got to go attack some other tribe. And that tribe was under the control of the French. So the French are like, you can't be attacking one of our... The tribes that we own, I guess. I mean, not as slaves, but as a colony. I don't know. Anyways, somehow they attacked a tribe that was related to the French. This podcast is going off the rails now. And so the French went and killed the Agoji. And I forget the numbers, but it was something like, you know, 8,000 of these women warriors were killed. And they were able to kill six French men or something. I don't think that's going to be the ratio in the movie. I mean, let's just say this. To be a good warrior, you need testosterone. So, I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy to have a bunch of women warriors. Like, I don't know how they were able to win. I mean, in the movie trailer, it's like they have, you know, they know Kung Fu. And they're like flipping in the air five times and then doing a kick to the neck. But I don't think that's how they really were. Maybe the Europeans gave them steel in exchange for slaves. And that allowed women to kill much bigger men with no steel. But anyways, when they went against the French, the French just killed them all. Looked like, you know, like snapping their fingers Thanos style and just killed all the Agoji and that was the end of them. 
And then kind of the kicker of all this is that King Gezo, when he died, um, they had a ceremony. I, I've seen 400 and 800. They killed either 400 or 800 slaves in his honor when he died. So I guess I'll say, George Floyd, being a petty criminal, uh, I mean, Gezo, he, he was like Hitler. He, he, was, he was like the, I mean, of all the people to choose to make a movie about, he was like the African Hitler. And then another guy on YouTube, he's like, well, this doesn't sound right. I mean, you know, why, why would the actors, you know, it's all, it's all black actors, um, they must know that, you know, they're portraying the worst slave-owning king and the Hagoji, you know, and the women warriors were all a bunch of slavers. And why would the, why would the uh, actors do that? They must have known. And I, I don't think that's right. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting question. All you have to do is look these people up on Wikipedia, right? Everything I'm giving you here is from Wikipedia, which is completely and utterly woke. I think the answer is when an actor gets a job, they don't even look up their character. You know, it'd be like, I don't know, like say I was an actor and you gave me the job of playing George Washington and I'm a young Zoomer who doesn't know a damn thing about him. I would not even go to Wikipedia and look up who George Washington was. And so I think that's what the actors did in this case. I mean, I'm sure some of them knew a little bit or, you know, you take the job and then you're halfway through the movie and someone's like, oh, did you ever read the Wikipedia article? No, I'll check that out. And you're like, holy shit. And you're like, well, whatever. We already started making the movie. And so I don't know. I don't know if this taints the movie at all. Um, you know, that's why, like, you know, like Black Panther, that's that's a good way to do it. It's all made up. Like in Wakanda, they weren't a bunch of slavers. You know, I guess in real life, if Wakanda really existed, then, you know, Black Panther would be descended from a long line of kings of slavery who sacrificed a thousand slaves every time one of them died. But anyways, it's not real, so you don't have to bring that into it. I mean, on the other hand, I think George Washington is really one of the greatest heroes that has ever existed. Um, I'll I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again sometime. But he created democracy and the world economy and everything. Everything in the world that's good today, where you have a house over your, a roof over your head and a job that pays you more than $5 an hour is because of George Washington. And what was special about him is he did not want to be king. They're like, George, be the king. Be the king forever. And he's like, no. And he's like, and he did, he did four years. And they're like, come on, George, we need you forever. He's like, fine, I'll do four more years, but that's it. And that's how democracy was created. Because after him, everyone was like, okay, eight years is the maximum. It wasn't the law. Now it's the law. Back then, it wasn't the law. But people are just like, George Washington didn't do more, eight, more than eight years. I guess I won't do more than eight years. But so, anyways, African Americans, you got you got some new heroes now. But well, I got no, no, yeah. What was my point? I was steel manning. Anyways, George Washington was a slaver, and he created everything that's good in the modern world. And I don't, I don't, I don't fault him for that. So, I guess, I guess these people in this movie, I mean, they, I don't think they created anything good. But if they did, I guess if they did, I could overlook the slavery and say, well, at least they created. You know, whatever it was that they created. They created a story that women can be warriors. Actually, that's pretty good. Okay. All right, what else? Uh, Amazon is paying a billion dollars a year to put NFL games on streaming. Amazon Prime, I guess. I don't know, but that is like more money than anyone has paid for 
any sports or television or movies or anything ever, I think. So, interesting. Apparently, the World Cup, you know, the soccer championships that come every four years, uh, that's this year. Didn't know that. Uh, America did just get in in the squeaker, so you can root for them. Ron DeSantis sent some illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. I'm not sure how it worked. Like, they're immigrants who came over the Texas border. Anyways, and then they flew to um, Florida, and then they flew to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard is part of, it's an island off of Massachusetts. It's where um, the richest people in the world hang out. The Obamas have a house there, you know, like a a house with 12 rooms, for instance. I thought it was going to be short stuff. Now, all right, let's talk about this. So since Biden has gotten into office, the number of illegal immigrants has gone through the frickin' roof, maybe 2 million in the last, well, since Biden got in. And the mainstream media has been lying by omission and like, well, there's no immigrant problem. They don't talk about it. And Texas has been sending immigrants to like D.C., New York, Chicago. But for whatever reason, this sending these people to Martha's Vineyard kind of broke through the uh, news, whatever, the silence, you know, the the wall of silence that um, the media has been doing on immigration because, you know. Whatever. It's a Trump thing. Anyway, yeah, basically, if you got Trump derangement syndrome, you are not going to be talking about immigration. And so what I've been doing is I've been I just been seeing if the media covers it. And this morning, NPR, the thing I listened to, it was the first segment. I mean, they everything about it was about how Republicans are evil. But still, anyways, they did they did mention it. And they talked about it for like five, seven minutes. So that was a lot. I mean, Republicans may be evil, but anyway, that doesn't mean you shouldn't doesn't mean you should uh, lie a bunch and you know and they may not be anyway it doesn't either way it doesn't matter and then I looked at Google News and number one was Trump Mar-a-Lago and number two was immigration so like for Democrats to crush in the November elections they need everyone to be talking about Trump because that just destroys Republican chances but so now immigration was number two on that list I mean I'm sure they'll stop talking about it in a couple days unless Unless they can do something interesting. I don't know. It was it was funny. It was it was very the NPR segment was so uh snarky. They were like, Ron DeSantis sent some illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Um you know. He didn't he, he it didn't it didn't increase or decrease the amount of illegal immigrants in Florida. Because they came from Texas, had a stopover in Florida, and then headed on, you know, to their final destination. Which is true. I don't know, it was kind of, it was fun. I mean, basically, you know, how, how can they, whatever, how can they say that illegal immigration, too many illegal immigrants means you should vote Democrat? So that's what they're, they're, they're trying to thread that needle. They're trying to get the camel through the eye of the needle which says that tons of illegal immigrants means vote Democrat. And so we're just going to see if they can do that or not. And basically it's going to be, does immigration stay in the news at all? I I think they're going to hide it. You know, they're going to hide it quick. They got to hide it quick. Otherwise, it's the kind of thing that would get Republicans elected. As a reminder, I'm not a Republican. Never voted anything other than Democrat in my life. Although in Oregon, I think I'm going to vote Republican this year. Or third party. We got three of them. We got three of them in Oregon. I'm going to vote against the Democrat. Whoever has the best chance of beating the Democrat is who I'm going to vote for this year. 
And it's not because I'm not a lifelong Democrat and don't think Democrats have generally good ideas, but um, I really, really hated the last Democrat who made a bunch of false accusations of racism. So for the, for the meantime, at least, you know, from now until people stop making false accusations of racism, every vote I make for every politician ever is just going to be based on who did not make false accusations of racism. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.